Welcome to episode 126 of the Juice Box Podcast. This is a special kind of bonus episode I didn't expect to be putting up today. It's a quick and very informative conversation with Elisa Norris from the JDRF. She is going to let us know how the hurricane relief efforts are going and how you can be of help. I'm Elisa Norris. I'm the Chief Marketing and Communications Officer here at JDRF. Okay, Elisa, I'm having you on today because it is actually Friday. Is today the 1st already? Is it September 1st? Am I wrong? It is the 1st. Wow. Friday, September 1st, 3 o'clock Eastern Time, and we're going to talk about the most up-to-date information that the JDRF has about the relief efforts uh, with with Hurricane Harvey. let me ask you first to just to jump right in. You're involved in sort of a, I don't know if you call it a consortium or what exactly it is, but this is a, a, a joint effort. Can you tell me who's involved in the effort besides the JDRF? Absolutely. So we're working with the American Diabetes Association and Insulin for Life to send much needed supplies um, to the community in the Texas area that was hit so hard by the hurricane. Do you have any idea about how, how many people are displaced down there that, that are affected by diabetes? We don't. Um, we don't have those numbers. And, you know, a lot of the supplies we're sending, it's not just for those with type 1, but we'll help those, too, with type 2. So, you know, you can imagine the population that's been displaced that is affected by either one of them becomes more significant when you think about it that way. Right. And so, I mean, I guess, you know, it's it's a situation I've never been in personally, but trying to imagine it as I watch it on television, it, it is a it's a pretty quick run for your life, right? You know, the storm comes in. You grab what's important. I imagine if you're a person with type 1 or type 2 diabetes, you're grabbing medications. But now you're out in the heat. Uh, you may lose things. Things might get broken, damaged. So people are really sort of scampering, trying to keep themselves safe. And in the back of their minds the entire time, they're thinking, I don't have enough supplies to get through this or I don't have any supplies. Is that about what ends up happening to folks? Yeah, I mean, absolutely, right? And and you mentioned it, too. Even if you were able to grab supplies with the heat, think about insulin. You know, insulin needs to, to maintain a certain temperature to be effective. Um, and then let alone the fact that you're being displaced. It's not just since the storm hit. Many of these people may be displaced for a very long period of time. So it, there's an acute problem right now, but that problem, unfortunately, is going to last and have quite quite some tail on it. So that's why these supplies are so critical to the community. So are they, when they get down there, are they are they being housed in a safe place where then these people are being made aware that they're available to be picked up? Are they actually being taken to people? How does the how does the end of the process work? Yeah, well, Scott, look, um, I'll tell you, we we shipped um, more than thirty seven hundred pounds of supplies that should have reached uh, three specific areas: the uh, George Brown Convention Center in Houston the NRG Center in Houston, as well as uh, a center in Galveston County. And um, we anticipated the typical hurdles that happened. And what that happened is our truck is right now stopped on the freeway um, because the freeway has been, it it flooded again, and the road won't be open again until 5 o'clock Eastern time tonight. So there are a lot of hurdles. Don't get me wrong. We're very hopeful that hopefully, um, fingers crossed, at least that, first shipment that contains these five pallets of supplies will hit those three um, centers this evening. And we do have an army of volunteers um, from all 
all sorts of different um, communities, not just the, the diabetic, not the, just the communities who are associated with um, diabetes, but other communities and volunteers who are helping out as well. We have a second shipment that's then going uh, with four different pallets that's actually um, in route, and, and we're hopeful that that's going to get there soon too. That left uh, yesterday, so we're anticipating early next week, and that's going towards Austin, Corpus Crispi, and um, the San Antonio communities. So the expectation should be for people who are there, if they're listening to this, is that in in the major centers where people are being um, housed at this moment, you're trying to send diabetes supplies to those places where you feel like the most people are gathered. Right, and also where they can receive shipment and ensure that actually the supplies, namely the insulin, can it can be kept at the right temperature and um, therefore be effective to those it's distributed to. And, and I guess for distribution purposes too, to make sure that one unsavory person doesn't grab all these supplies and head off on their own and, and try to make money with them or something like that. They're in a safe, secure place. Absolutely. No, there's, there's very um, rigorous protocols there to ensure that that, that does not happen. So, so the so the other side of it, right, is where does this stuff come from? Are they all donations, or where, where are you getting these pallets and pallets of supplies from? Right. Well, I'll tell you, this is um, Insulin for Life is an organization that um, does have the distribution capability mm-hmm. and um, donations. Anyone who's listening now who can provide any donations to Insulin for Life, it would be greatly appreciated. The need is really acute, um, not just in the areas I mentioned, but but all of the the Texas uh, region in particular where the storm hit. Um, but Insulin for Life really is that organization where anyone listening can send donations. Additionally, there are clearly corporate partners who are who are stepping up, who are helping out, um, who are in this space. Uh, but it's really the how you can make a difference as an individual is you know go to Insulin for Life and. On their website, it'll tell you exactly how you can donate supplies. If you think you have a vial of insulin that you can donate to this, donate it. Yeah, and Scott, you know what else? It's not just insulin. Think about critical supplies like alcohol pads, right? Particularly, um, th- that that's an area where it's very accessible to most of us. Um, those are even the types of supplies that um, the community would really benefit from and really needs. Lancets, test strips. Um, it, it's a whole range of diabetes supplies that we're looking to to ship on our next set of pallets. And if you have to think think bigger too, if you have a meter you've never used that somebody gave you at a trade show or something like that, it's got a hundred test strips in it. That's a hundred times somebody can test. If you send just a vial of test strips and one meter down, uh, you know, or maybe Absolutely. the meter, maybe the test strips get there and someone has a meter. Maybe the meter gets there, someone has test strips. If you've got uh, absolutely, right? so any donation can make a tremendous impact. Yeah, yeah. Either things. If I if if I want to just go to the store and buy things to put into my package, what are the the consumables that I don't need a prescription for? That would be the you mentioned the alcohol swabs. Or is there other stuff that would make a big difference? Glucose. You know, alcohol swabs are the big ones. Um, aside from that, most of them, you know, the blood glucose meters, as you mentioned as well. Yeah. Um, th- that's another key one that we're looking for right now. We're really focused on those um, life saving supplies, less so around. Um, items pertaining to pumps. That's a big question people have asked. We're really focused right now on more the alcohol pads and the test strips, the lancets, the um, 
glucose and the like, yeah. the uh, insulin and the like. So the basic stuff, the stuff that tells me what my blood yeah. sugar is and helps me get it back to where it needs to be, um, the safety stuff. That That's the stuff that's the real goal right now. Absolutely. Okay, that makes total sense. Okay, so Insulin for Life, is that the only place I can make a donation? Or are you, do you guys have collection points? Or is Insulin for Life the way I need to, to direct people? Yeah, no, Insulin for Life has the distribution um, capabilities, and that's where we're telling our community um, to, to go. Same with the ADA. Um, just by way of background, I don't know if your callers, uh, your listeners know a lot about Insulin for Life, but um, Dr. Mark Atkinson and his wife Carol has started the organization. He's actually uh, a well, well-renowned scientist in the diabetes space, mm-hmm. and they have been doing this for a very, very long time and would appreciate anything that anyone could do. Okay. So I'll tell you what, I will make a, a concerted effort to get somebody from Insulin for Life on the show in a few weeks when all this settles down and let them talk about how how your donations ended up helping people so we can really put a face to your effort afterwards. So for anyone listening, um, you know, you'll get, you'll get an answer about, you know, where, where did the test trips go and what did they do? Um, I really appreciate you coming on. So am I just sending people to one specific place online? Is that right? And I'm going to look while Insulin for Life is the best place to, for you to have um, our, your listeners send diabetes supplies. Absolutely. And, and, and if you do have a... Yes, if yeah. you have the great benefit of having Dr. Atkinson or, or his wife Carol on the line, you're going to hear about the great work they're doing, not just in this effort um, with the devastating hurricane, but also what they do internationally. So the need that they have in order to support uh, the diabetes community is not just around this this tragedy now. It, it's broader and, and it goes and scopes uh, to many underserved countries that are in dire need for these kinds of supplies as well. So we're aware of it today because of Hurricane Harvey and we're talking about it, but this problem exists all over the world every every day of the year. It's, it's not... It is. Yeah, not I mean, they a... ship critical supplies on a monthly basis to places like Haiti, yeah. and those supplies keep those people alive. And, you know, Scott, one other thing I'd love to mention, if we could... Please. For anyone who's listening and were directly affected um, by Hurricane Harvey on JDRF's website. We do have resources um, that they can get for information. So it's the most up-to-date information as it pertains to the shelters. Uh, We're going to continually update it as to when shipments are received at certain shelters. Um, So I do want the community to know that. Our our hearts are going out to everyone who's affected by the storm, and we're trying to do what we can and trying to push out the most topical information as well. So I do want to make sure that for anyone listening, you know, if you if you do need that kind of information, we have it available. We also have information available um, as our partners provide it to on programs that they may be running um, and the like. Yeah, I'm looking right now. It's jdrf.org forward slash Hurricane Harvey, all one word. And, it's, and it is just as she said, how can I help resources? So this is also not just for for how do I help, but this is for if I need help, what do I do? Um, and there's, yes. there's great yes. links here. We're trying to provide as much information as we can yep. to those who are affected in the community. Gosh, we wish this disease wasn't around anymore, and mm-hmm. we wouldn't have to be pushing out this kind of information, but until we have a cure for T1D, we are going to do all we can to, to help to support that that community. Now, this is it's very special that, this, that it came together so quickly and it's being done because, you know, it occurred to me today, and I'll let you go in a second, but it occurred to me today that 
it, when a natural disaster like this is coming for you, your first inclination, of course, is uh, safety and property and, and, and life, right? Those are the things you're thinking about. And so while the storm's coming and the flooding's coming, you're concentrating on stay alive, stay alive, stay alive, stay alive. The minute it backs off, now you look up at the devastation. You look up at the fact that you might not have a home to live in anymore or any of the things that you started off with, all the things you've worked so hard for, nowhere to go. Now that sort of desperate feeling hits you, right? There's nowhere to go home to. It's not just that I got away and now I'm, I can go back. Maybe you have nowhere to go back to. Maybe you're starting over again. Maybe you have no savings. Maybe your insurance isn't going to help. And while all that's happening, you still have to think about, I need to pre-bolus before my breakfast. I need to make sure my blood sugar doesn't get too high. I have to make sure it doesn't get too low. It, all the things that existed the day before when you were at home, happy, healthy in your house, they all exist now except you're in the middle of, a, you know, of an apocalyptic situation. So um, it, it, just, it, it takes something that is already very, very difficult to manage day by day and makes it, I mean, I can only imagine, nearly, nearly impossible. So uh, anything that anyone can do to help is obviously going to be just completely huge. And um, it was just really nice of you to come on and, and share the information with us. And if things change and you want to do this again in a couple of days or a week, you, you let me know. I'd be happy to continue to do this with you guys. Scott, thank you. And I, I want to thank all your listeners who, you know, may, may take this as a call to action to help those who are in need with supplies. And for any listener who's affected by the the storm, um, our thoughts and prayers here at JDRF, as well as I know insulin for knife for life and ADA are, are with you. Yeah, well, we, we say on the podcast, we, we ask, ask people to try to be bold with insulin. And I think maybe today instead we'll, we'll say, you know, try to be bold with your compassion today. Thank you so much. And, and uh, I really appreciate you doing this. Thank you. We'll be in touch in a few days then, Scott. Great. Have a good weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, is it Philip? Yes, sir, it is. Hey, Philip. My name's Scott Benner. I do a diabetes podcast, and I just um, a few moments ago got done interviewing someone from the JDRF, and we were discussing uh, how you and the ADA are, are working to get to uh, supplies for hurricane relief. And I was genuinely okay. hoping... Okay, very cool. Okay, thank you. So I was just... I, I, I'm coming to you out of nowhere, and I apologize for that. But I was hoping that I could just have you on the on the recording with me for a second to walk people through how to go to your website and to actually put a donation into into action. Would you do that with me for a second? Yes, I would be happy to do that. That's so excellent. before I do that, I'll tell you, I'm a huge fan of podcasts. What's your podcast name? Oh, uh, this is called the Juice Box Podcast, uh, and we talk just the all Juice of, Box Podcast. Yeah, we talk about uh, just living with type one diabetes. Cool. I'll definitely download it and give it a listen. I been listening to podcasts for a very long time. Oh, that's excellent. So Thank I'll, you. I'll check it out. That's no, very cool. I really appreciate it. So if you could do me a favor, if you could just introduce sure. yourself really quickly, and I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and you, I won't bother you more than a minute or two if you don't mind. Oh, I have as much time as you need. This is cool. This is uh, something interesting. Oh, very nice. Okay, go ahead and introduce yourself. All right, so my name is Philip Atkinson, and I am the program manager at Insulin for Life. Cool. So now everybody, I've just pretty much jumped. I've called Philip out of nowhere. He doesn't know me and I don't know him and we didn't plan this ahead of time, but I thought this would be uh, a great way to kind of bring this episode together. I didn't want to just point somebody to a link. I wanted to make sure that if they were really interested in, in helping with hurricane relief or insulin for life in general, that they had a real clear um, idea and purpose once they got on your website. So 
am I right? Should they be going to should they be going to I, IFL USA.org or should they be going to insulinforlife.org? What do you recommend? Good question. So our website, which we have a lot of useful information on, is IFL-USA.org. That's as in insulinforlife-USA.org. So it is as simple as clicking that little tab on the side. There are a couple ways to do it, but the easiest way is uh, it's on every page of the website is to click that tab. And then there is a shipping form that you can download and attach to a package. But if you want more information on uh, what we accept, what we uh, do with the things that we use, you can go to the What We Need tab at the top. And then you can also read the full packing guide on that tab. Okay. All right. And so I see uh, read the full. Oh, so there's this little blue tab that says Shipping and Packaging Guide. It gives me a link for a shipping form and read the full packaging guide here. It's got your address on it. And anything that I want to send, um, I can send there. And But specifically for Hurricane Harvey, you guys are looking for insulin, uh, glucose meters, test strips, alcohol wipes, things of that nature. Am I missing anything? Uh, no, you're not. You are 100% correct. We are just trying to help the people affected by Hurricane Harvey who might not have their supplies that they need. As you guys all know, very life-saving and important supplies. And our goal is to keep the supplies that those people need in their hands instead of uh, putting them in a situation where they, they need something and they don't have it. How's the process going? If I can just ask you one last question, I'll let you go. But how is the process going right now for, sure. for relief for Harvey? You can ask as many questions as you need. I have uh, as much time as you, oh, thank uh, you. Would prefer. So the response, to be completely frank with you here, I've worked here for uh, about three years. And the best part of my job by far is being in a situation like this and seeing how individuals who don't know another person can still care about them and do work for them. And just kind of the outpouring of people from all over the country, sometimes from other countries, saying, hey, I'd love to help these people. I want to help other uh, people with diabetes. Uh, I can't imagine not having my supplies and I want to help other people. So the response has been amazing, even partnering with the American Diabetes Association and the JDRF, uh, just an outpouring from companies, from individuals, from families. It, it's really been amazing. And while we're extremely busy, we're also extremely happy to be uh, busy. But that's, that's spectacular. And I'm going to tell you something, uh, Philip. I'm going to wait a few weeks until the, you know, this disaster sort of, you know, calm down a little bit. I'm going to reach out to you guys and try to set up an interview so we can talk to somebody long form about what it is you guys do. Um, and sure. uh, I'll be and, looking forward to that. Yeah. Instead of just rushing it through right here, I appreciate you just jumping on real quick because I wanted to be sure. So it's IFL USA.org. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes and there's a blue link on the right that says shipping and packaging guide and everything they need is right there. Am I saying I'm, all, I'm saying that, that all correctly, perfect. right? Excellent. Okay. Philip, I yes, thank you very you much. I'm sorry that your first uh, experience being on a podcast is a little rushed, but your next one will be much better, I promise. Well, no, excellent. Wasn't rushed to me. Yeah, you look for uh, look for an email from me. I'll follow up with you about, about getting you guys back on. Okay, awesome. I appreciate you uh, letting me call you out of nowhere and doing this really quickly. It was really kind of you, and I hope you have a good weekend. 
thank you. No, of course. I'm excited. I've listened to podcasts for song. I've always thought it'd be cool to be on one. So <laughs> well, I'll give you guys a couple of listens here and be eagerly anticipating the next time. Well, Philip, I appreciate that. I'm going to get this up as quick as you can. So in about an hour, you'll be able to hear yourself. So thank you so much. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you so much. Hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. Take care. You too. Bye. Okay, here's the links you need. Insulin for Life is ifl-usa.org. JDRF website that was mentioned earlier, which might be helpful for you if you are actually in the path of the storm or if you're looking to help. JDRF.org forward slash Hurricane Harvey. And let's see what else. Yeah, here's the other one. If you just want to learn more about Insulin for Life in general, it is insulinforlife.org. That's it. Click one of these links. Try to help out. Send as much as you can. Texas, still underwater, as you can see. It's been almost a week since that deadly storm hit, and we're seeing an incredible outpouring all across the country for those affected by Harvey. People have said that we're seeing the worst of Mother Nature and the best of human nature. And the staggering scope this morning, many people still stranded. The Coast Guard has rescued 9,000 people and 1,000 pets this week. Nearly 100,000 homes destroyed, and that number is likely to rise, and perhaps dramatically. Meanwhile, this morning, new fears. This is ominous. We're watching a major hurricane, Irma, intensifying over the Atlantic. All this as a new threat is what's left of Harvey is still causing so many problems. Let's go to our chief meteorologist, Ginger Z, with new possible flash floods. Ginger? Uh, Robin, I just got the numbers in from Nashville. 50 homes evacuated this morning, and the rain still falling north of you here. You can see the center of what's left of Harvey. Bowling Green, Kentucky, and the flash flood warnings this morning because Harvey is not done with us yet. Overnight, what's left of Harvey pouring on Tennessee. Up to eight inches of rain.